is the Trinity a biblical doctrine? Is the Trinity something that the Bible teaches? The answer to that question is absolutely yes. Welcome to the We Believe Podcast. My name is Danny Slavich. I'm the pastor of Cross United Church. We're a new church here in South Florida, just north of Fort Lauderdale. And the We Believe Podcast is a supplemental teaching podcast for our church to learn and grow in our knowledge of God and what we believe about God and what the Bible teaches about God and everything in relation to God. And if you're not a part of our church, you're more than welcome to join in and listen along and learn and grow along with us. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about our core belief as Christians and as a church that God is a trinity. We've talked about the the doctrine of the trinity and how we can believe that God is a trinity. We've spoken from Genesis 1 about the God who is, the God who makes, the God who speaks. We've talked from Genesis 2 and Exodus 3 and Exodus 34 about the name of God being Yahweh, the covenant God of the Old Testament. And we talked about how in the New Testament, God reveals himself through the gospel and then as it's revealed in the words of the New Testament and in the text of scripture in the New Testament, that the name of God is even more fully revealed to be the name, Matthew 28 and 19, of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's one name, but there are three persons with that singular name, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This week, I just want to spend our last uh, podcast on this theme, asking and hopefully answering the question, is the Trinity a biblical teaching? Is the Trinity a biblical teaching? The reason we ask this is because the word Trinity isn't in the Bible. The word Trinity isn't used in the Bible. And later Christians after the New Testament, as they were reading the Bible and as they were reflecting on the gospel, they used words that aren't in the Bible to explain the the teaching of the Bible. Is the Trinity a biblical doctrine? Is the Trinity something that the Bible teaches? Well, the answer to that question is absolutely yes. The word Trinity is not in the Bible, but the truth of the Trinity and the God who is a Trinity is clearly revealed in the Bible. And then Trinity, tri, meaning three, and unity, meaning one, three and one, is simply a word to summarize the whole range of biblical teaching on the nature of God. We saw that the last couple of weeks about the teaching of the New Testament and the Old Testament about the triune God, that God is both one and three. He is one being and three persons. He is a father eternally generating his son in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit without any separation of essence or being, yet with a distinction of persons, without any time from the Father to the Son to the Spirit, that there's always eternally one God in three persons, that the Father is always the Father giving life to the Son, who is always receiving life from the Father, and together they are spirating or breathing out the Holy Spirit, so that the Father is the lover, the Son is the beloved, and the Spirit is the the love that binds them 
together. And and as we reflect on what the Bible teaches about who God is, it's hard to think of a better word to describe God than the word Trinity, because God we see is both three in person and one in essence. And so the word Trinity is not in the Bible, but the truth of the Trinity is absolutely clearly without any question in the Bible. In the Old Testament, we can see in light of the gospel and in light of the New Testament that God has shown and 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 he was hinting all along at the truth of his triune nature. There's a, a few ways we can see this. For example, the word God, Elohim in Hebrew, in the Old Testament is a plural. In Genesis 1.26, God says, let us make man in our image. In Psalm 45.7, God says, God, David says of God to your God. He says, God, your God. God, your God. So there is God and God. In Psalm 110, verse 1, it says that the declaration of Yahweh to the, the Lord, the Lord Yahweh said to my Lord Adonai, that there's Lord and Lord. Proverbs 8 talks about the, the co-eternal wisdom of God that's more than just an attribute of God, but is actually, in some mysterious way, a person with God. Psalm 2, 7 talks about the eternal generation or the begetting of the Son of God. Throughout the Old Testament, there's the angel of the Lord who represents God, but even more than that, receives the worship that is due only to God and does things only God can do. So that we have to say in Genesis 16, when the angel appears to Hagar, in Genesis 22, when the angel appears to Abraham and Exodus 3, when the angel in the burning bush appears to Moses, that the angel of the Lord represents God, but actually is, in fact, God. So, God is revealed as a trinity in the gospel and in the New Testament, but when we read back and we look at the Old Testament in light of this, we see hints and foreshadows of the triune nature of God all over the place. The triune nature of God is revealed in the gospel as the Father sent the Son and the Holy Spirit to accomplish salvation for us. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God has revealed that He is a Trinity in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Father sending the Son to become a human man, a human being, born as an infant raised to grow to be a man, crucified, buried, and raised from the dead. The Father sent the Spirit. Jesus says that He will send the Spirit. The Father will send the Spirit in His name. In the Gospel, God is revealed He's a Trinity, and the New Testament reveals that God is a Trinity. We talked about two very important verses on this point. We, we could talk about many more, but Matthew 28, 19, there's one name, but yet the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all equally possess that name. Baptize them in the name singular, one name, of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So, there are three who possess one name. 
1 Corinthians 8, 6 says, There is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and we exist for him. And there is one Lord Jesus Christ. All things are through him, and we exist through him. One God, the Father. One Lord, Jesus Christ. God is a trinity, and the trinity is a biblical doctrine. We could spend hours talking about this. We've spent a few minutes in the last few weeks in this podcast, but we'll stop there with just these few thoughts for what this means for your life. First is that God is real. God is real. In a world that wonders whether God exists or how we can know, we can be confident that God is real. Second, God is knowable. We can know God. God is revealed. He has shown us who he is. As we've said before, third, God is love. The triune nature of God reveals that God is love. God is life. God is life. The Father gives life eternally to the Son, and the Son eternally receives life from the Father, and the Father and the Son eternally breathe life of the Spirit without any time, without any before where there was no Father, Son, and Spirit. There is always just the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God is real. God is knowable. God is love. God is life. And you can become a child of God by adoption, when you turn from your sin and trust in Jesus Christ. That's it for this week on We Believe. Thanks for tuning in the last couple of weeks for our teaching on the Trinity. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, what we believe about the Bible itself. So I hope you'll tune in. If you're listening to this on iTunes, leave a review, leave a rating. If you're not a member or a part of Cross United Church, you can find more about us at crossunited.org. If you are a part of Cross United, know that I'm praying for you and I love you and I will see you soon. 